Good evening, Mr. Ham. How are you doing, sir? I am excellent, Mr. Claywell. How are you? I am feeling great. Awesome. That's good. I am. Good, good, good. Yeah. Even better since last time. Like I've had another couple weeks for the vaccine to kick in. The yeah. third arm is coming in nicely now. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. got uh, full upgrades all across the board. Yep. And you, you have figured out where your boundaries are as far as like where you're not getting signal and all that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Yeah. And I know exactly uh, Melinda is the worst person on the face of the planet immediately. Okay. Oh, you haven't heard. I have not heard. The great and wonderful Mr. Gates and his wife are soon to be oh, yes. no I longer together. I did read that earlier today. Yeah. 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 So, 27 years, I think it was. 27 years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did see that. I didn't necessarily like read the article, but I just saw the headline and was like, oh, wow, that, that was kind of a long time for. Oh, it just came straight into my brain. You know, I got that chip from Microsoft. Ah. So it just, it was like, boop, <laughs> Melinda evil. Already got it. Gotcha. Heard that. Yeah. 27 years done. All right. Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, I hate that for them uh, unless they're unhappy. And if they're unhappy, then I'm happy for them that they're splitting and going to be happy. <laughs> Hey, I mean, as long as they're getting along now, maybe not necessarily with each other, but, you know, whatever. As as, as long as they're at peace, that's what I'm going to say. Yes. Like, I'm going for the Zen flow here. As long as they're at peace with each other, then. Exactly. As long as they are happy. That's the big thing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I'm glad everything is going well and that you right. got your downloads and, and the vaccine has kicked in really well for you. Um, we really haven't been doing a whole much or a lot of anything here over the last oh, couple right. of weeks. Um, yeah. Did get some ground leveled, though. Um, had like the dozer guy here. I think it was just before we recorded last time. And then um, so we've got the, the ground level now for a swimming pool. So the kid is going to get a swimming pool for the summer. Yay. So nice. we're going to start having vacations at home. <laughs> I think that's go. what that means. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it, too. Yeah. Save a lot of money that way. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> of course, I did also, um, I, I don't know if, I know you've been talking about like looking for a new place and all of those kind of things. Right. Don't look at ever building, or at least not right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I heard uh, in April. Lumber prices went through the roof. I don't know why, but Dude, I heard that they have. I'm not kidding you. I went and looked at um, two by fours the other day just to grab a couple of them um, to just do some work, you know, getting things um, right. like leveling the sand. I need like a 10 foot or 12 foot two by four just to kind of get it all uniform. Right. A An eight foot just standard stud for like wall stud used to be like $2.87, $2.86, something like that. That's what I paid for them here for this house. Right. $10.28. Oh my gosh. So three and I, times. Have a, I have a neighbor that's like building right now. I don't know how he's affording anything. I mean, well, unless he, he had his materials paid for. No, already. Oh, he ouch. did. I talked to him the other day and he was like, yeah, we were able to sell our house for a little bit higher than what we had it listed <laughs> on the market. But Pretty much every bit of profit that he had, right. it, it's gone now. Eat up by yeah. increase. Yeah, that sucks. But you know yeah. what? I mean, the markets are good. That's the the problem. Everyone's wanting to build right now. There's been yeah. a lot of people that are that have been at home or now going back to work. 
Um, Which doesn't make sense to me. Hey, yay, we can finally go back to work. We're not stuck in the house anymore. Let's, let's build, build a new one. <laughs> a new house. I don't know. I guess after you get stuck looking at the same four walls for a year and a half, you're you're ready for something new. And, and Yeah, but it seems like you would want to build the house when you're like, oh, God, we're going to be stuck here for a year. Let's build a new place. Not yeah. after it's all over and you don't have to be there anymore. I guess that, that that's true. That's like, what's, what's the saying? <laughs> Letting the bar letting the horses out after the fire or something like that yeah, something like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i know the barn has been on fire for a while <laughs> yeah yeah and it's, it seems like it's a little late uh things have been going well for us okay so um you've got some big things coming up right yeah yeah we you know we're getting closer to the big day the that's wedding like, is going to be here soon yeah that's like coming up in just a few days yeah yeah. I'm very, very happy for you. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I am super excited. I'm so happy. Uh, I've got several little things planned for the honeymoon. Nice. Uh, I can't tell you all about it yet because no. it's a surprise. Surprises. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that's hopefully, awesome. hopefully, it will be enjoyed by all. Uh, very so. cool. Very cool. I'm 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 ecstatic for you guys. And and you know, getting to be part of it is even better. So yeah. Yeah. I went today and picked up my suit. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty good on me, if I do say so myself. I I know the I mean I've not been I, I we were fitted for them, but I haven't seen mine yet. But I'm I'm hoping I look snazzy. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you will. You always look good, sir. I appreciate you that. Look good. <laughs> So let's get down to the meat of it. Okay. Uh, let's let's do a Two Minds podcast episode this time. Instead of just sitting and, and BSing and catching up, we'll actually have a topic. <laughs> right. Yeah. So in the way of the topic, I got a question for you. Okay. What makes a man manly? Well, I mean What is it what does it mean to be a man? Do you want like the Webster Merriam like definition or do you want just like what someone thinks of manliness? Because well, okay. I, I've got the definition pulled up right here in front of me. Okay. Well we can do that, but let me just say I'm not necessarily talking about gender. Right. You know, I'm I'm just talking about because I don't want to trigger any potential listeners out there that might be have an issue with, with that kind of thing. I'm not I'm just talking So you know what sparked this in my head? I'll tell you was I was at the store the other day. No, I wasn't at the store. I was getting a haircut. Right. And the barber started carrying a new line of grooming products. Yes. And our barber, by the way, is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. Larry is amazing. If you guys ever want to check it out, go down Open Blade Barber in Somerset. Highly recommend. Larry is a tremendous stylist. Ethan, um, uh, Sam, all of the people that are there are amazing barbers, um, and they will definitely, definitely take care of you. And they carry a full line of all kinds of manly things. <laughs> right. Right. And it's j- just to be, it's not just for men. They have plenty of, right. They can do women's stuff. They can do color. They can do all that stuff there. They're full service all the way across the board. Uh, I'm actually even going in and having a little waxing done coming up so that I look tip top. I, the, I, we won't go where I think that that went. Just on the face. <laughs> just on the face. Just on okay, the face. Good. <laughs> just, you know, eyebrows and stuff to get the little strays out and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look as good as I can in the in the photographs. I so. went the I went a couple of three weeks ago, something like that, and had a, a like the full shave, like the straight razor shave face and head. Of course, for any of you guys that know what I look like, I have no hair on my head whatsoever. So, but um, I booked with Larry um, right. and he... 
really, really knows how to take care of you. I mean, we're talking like throws you down in the chair there. That's a 19, like 50s barber chair. They're all authentic. He's he's yeah. gone like all over the country finding these. Um, does the hot towels, the different products. Then like the straight razor shave is like full on straight razor. Um, and then he even does like the shoulder massage and head massage after that. To, I mean, it, it's full service, like old school barbershop oh, yeah. stuff. And it's he's amazing. So, yeah. And it's a great, great experience. It is. For anyone out there that has never had straight razor shave, go see Larry. <laughs> yeah. Give him a try. I was nervous about it at first. I'm not going to lie. And it's, it's definitely... I have almost fallen asleep (laughs) during the process. It's very relaxing. Uh, Very true. But he's got this new line of products in there from a company called Duke Cannon. Yes. Uh, If you're not familiar, if you've seen the commercials, they're on par kind of with Dr. Squatch. You know, that manly grooming products. And that was like their thing was like manly stuff. Manly men for manly men products. And I'm like. You know, it, even down to just a bar of soap. Right. And it's like the big ass bar of soap. It's like the size of a brick. <laughs> yeah, it's nine <laughs> ounces of soap. It's a huge bar of soap. And I'm like, well, so what? That makes it manly just because it's oversized? So so is that what it means to be a man? You got to be big? Well, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily it. But well, here's the thing. Where do you put your finger down on it? Yeah, exactly. It's, so that sparked in my head, like, what? What is it? What is it to be manly? Right. <laughs> that's a question that's easy to ask and hard to answer. Yeah, I know. So I thought it would be fun <laughs> to kind of hash out. It, you know, we might get to an answer and we might not get to an answer, but I thought it would at least be fun to talk about. Okay, so let's talk about. <clears throat> let's let's get like lay the groundwork then. So what right. is the definition of manliness? According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, we're talking since 1828, that's when these guys started, their definition of manliness is the quality or state of being manly, in quotations, as by having qualities such as strength or virility that are traditionally associated with a man. The um, This is just like the overall general, this is what it is. Um, They give an example. It's just like they'd been trained to identify emotional responses as the essence of manliness. Men who broke down or cried or admitted to feeling fear were sissies, weaklings, failures, not men. So, I mean, even their definition starts to kind of push you into like a label. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And And that's one of the things I have written down. Like one of the first things that popped into my head when I came to the question was what's manliness? Let's talk about emotion. Right. As a man, are you limited to rage, anger, and hostility as your own, as your own, maybe happiness, happiness slight happiness, humor. But I mean, when you start to show like, like emotion that is outside of those things. So like, right. it, like showing like uh, you know, love and affection. Right. You know, those type feelings. Do you start veering off of your manliness? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Does that make you, you know, if you, if you show love or sadness or fear, does that make you not manly? Like, <sighs> like, you know, and then, so if, if you want to be a man, do you just have to be cold and distant? 
Like, is that how you be manly to hold everybody back at arm's length and never develop close relationships? I don't think it's that so much. So I think, okay, my thoughts, I guess, on being manly whenever it comes to emotional like response is emotional control. So instead of being, um, I don't know, without necessarily like going into a, you know, a stereotype, but being a drama queen or being someone that is just frivolous, that, that, that's out of control of their emotions. So I think someone that would be manly would be more just in control of themselves in, in, in the state of emotion. Okay. So, so, not so necess- you're allowed to have emotions. You just can't show them. No, you can show them, okay. but just keep them in check. So that way it's not, I want to say more, I guess, calculated response. Does that make sense? So you can have emotion, just not extreme emotion. I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just trying to understand what you're saying. I'm, uh, yeah, I guess that might be closer to what I'm saying. When you so, say extreme so you, emotion, I mean. Like you can be happy, but not giddy. You can be sad, but not crying. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo, poor me. I think that uh, the, I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say that. Probably the manly aspect of emotion is being in control of those those aspects. I mean, if you're giddy, you're giddy because you're allowing yourself to do this. Right. So I think it's just a, it's just that control over the emotion. Okay. Does that make sense? Sure. Yeah, it makes <laughs> sense. Here here's another point for me and it comes back not this, this isn't just about manliness, but it's about our society today in America. It's tribalism and extremism. Pretty much. And so when you start talking about manliness and emotion, it's almost like, you know, if you're a guy and you're with your guy friends and something happens and you cry. Are you? Oh, you big pansy. Are you the weak weak link? Yeah. Everybody starts making fun of you and all this other stuff. So, you know, then you learn through your adolescence that it's not okay to show that kind of stuff. So you don't, then you grow up and you meet somebody and you fall in love. And then that person thinks you're just a cold hearted bastard because you never show any emotion. And they don't understand that your whole life you've been tormented for showing. emotion. You've been conditioned not to. Right. Yes. Because they're, you know, in, in, in a heterosexual relationship, yeah. You know, typically speaking, a woman would have not grown up being condemned for showing emotion. True enough. They would have been consoled and, yeah. you know, talked through it. And, you know, as a guy, it was, you know, suck it up, walk yeah. it off, stop yeah. being a pussy. It was a punch on the shoulder and, say, yeah. and, and you know, suck it up, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. It wasn't like, you know, oh, man, that's terrible. But, you know, what happened? Talk to me about it. Like. Does that mean that we were just like surrounded by assholes? <laughs> well, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, so it's like, is you, that the definition of manliness? <laughs> you have to be a jerk. So, but yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's kind of what I'm saying though. It's like, you know, how do you, it's like everything has to be an extreme. You're either 
a pansy or you're cold hearted. Yeah, I guess. You know, and then it's just that's one of the things that really bugs me is like it's so hard to find a middle ground for anything anymore. Like where 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 do you exist to be at peace? I I don't know. I mean, yeah. And so, you know, and so like, so that's, you know, you got your emotional aspect of manliness and even what you read from Webster's manly men can't show emotion. They can't be sad or afraid. Not admitting fear. (laughs) They're sissies and weaklings. If they do, they don't cry. They don't break down. Exactly. See, that's the thing. Even Merriam Webster doesn't really necessarily have a good grasp on what manliness is. Well, I mean, I'm not saying. I mean, but, I'm, I'm going to be honest because I think manliness is something that's fluid. It changes. So I don't know. So another thing that popped into my head, thinking about what makes a man, what makes you manly. You know, uh, another thing might be virility. Right. Right. That's a big thing in other cultures. You know, a manly man is virile. He can, he has strong like bull exactly you know uh so what about fatherhood you know does that make you a man if you can produce a child like is that manly is it manly to have 12 kids by 15 different so. women that's not no wait you I, can't do that um <laughs> I, see that's not i don't think so and that's i think the reason that i say that is um there are a lot of people out there a lot of dads out there that are not fathers (laughs) so just simply because you can create a child does not necessarily mean that you are a manly man and that you have you know reached some sort of an apex of being manly just because you've produced you you know you've you've conceived a child that's not that's not a manly thing i don't think okay so what's manly In that regard, like what makes what? Okay, so so is it manly to have raised a child? Is it manly to discipline your child? Like when we're talking about fatherhood, what's what's a what's a manly part of fatherhood? Okay, I think the manly part of being of of fatherhood is being present in that child's life. I think being there um, for them emotionally, um, providing for them. Um, stability for them, let, letting them know that they can come to you, protection. There's a lot of different aspects of fatherhood, I think, that can be attributed to manliness. That's not necessarily just conceiving a child or, you know, being, I don't know. Yeah. There, there's just a lot of different things, I guess you do with, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I don't know that there is an answer. I'm just, you know, like, so right now I'm trying to help raise two children. Right. I struggle with that. It's new. You know, it's, it's, it's new to it's, you. It's a new experience it's new to for me. me. I mean, I've had the kid now for four years, but still, that's it's still new. And there's new things every single day. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, I jumped in with a four-year-old and an 11-year-old. Yeah. And had to hit the ground running. <laughs> you, big time. And I try my best, 
and I hope I do well. I hope that they both can look at me and at least respect me right. for the effort, even if I fail. Because I'm not, I'm not perfect, and I'm going to make mistakes. And, everyone does. <laughs> but I try. Yep. And, and, you know, and there's been a few times in where, you know, the whole fatherhood thing, like, and not even this sometimes before that, where, you know, there's a, we've talked about it before. I like to take photographs, I, mostly landscapes and nature. But one time I was out and I saw a bunch of kids playing and they were having a great time and they were all laughing and running around and smiling and I was like, you know, I just want to try to get a picture of that joy. Yep. Capture. You know, because if, if you get a kid and you let them see you with the camera, they're going to stop and ham and get that fake smile and just, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to say that like your last name, but you know what I mean? Like they're going to cheese it up for the camera. No, I carry a fake smile all the time. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, they're they're gonna stop and like put on a weird yeah. cheesy grin that's not natural and look weird yep. and make pose yeah, of some kind. To kind of like weird yep. poses. <laughs> and that's not what I like if I'm gonna take a photograph of people, I don't want to do like posed photography. I right. just want to catch them in the moment. Yep. Like one of my favorite pictures, I've got it tacked above my desk, is I took a photograph of my grandmother when she was still alive. Uh-huh. And it's just her laughing. Yeah. Somebody else said something that was funny and she just started laughing and she didn't see the camera and I just popped it out and grabbed a picture of her. Yeah. And it looks great. Cause it's natural. Right. It's not like, okay, look at me, smile, tilt yeah. your head this way. Look off to the left. You know, it's yeah. just like she was, she was just laughing and I happened to have a good position and just snapped the photo. I love it. It's one of my favorite photos right. that I've taken, especially of people. Because I, I I really struggle with portrait photography. Uh, but anyway, I'm out here with all these kids playing, and at the time I had no kids, right? And I just happened to be at the park Taking, for nature, yeah. You know, get trees and flowers and birds and butterflies and that kind of stuff. And you know, I'm kind of behind a tree because I don't want the kids to see the camera and be like, ee, ee, smile, cheese, you know, uh, right? And all of a sudden I started thinking, oh my God, like if somebody walks by and sees me like hiding behind a tree, taking pictures of a bunch of kids and none of those kids are mine. That's not creepy at all. They're going to call me a pedophile. Yeah, that's not creepy in the slightest. <laughs> you know, it's like how. And then I got to and then that made me mad because at the same moment, then I thought. But if I was a woman, nobody would think twice thing. about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And that leads back to, you know, like, is it is that because men are dangerous? Like, is it manly? Like, because you're a man, you're dangerous. You're a predator. You're evil. You know, like, is that the societal like image of men? I want to say that that's part of it. I mean, I guess that that I don't want to say that that's that necessarily society sees all men that way, but I think that men play a large role in the predators and um oh, I mean, danger I, and things like that. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, I know statistically 
yeah. violent crime is like 90 some yeah. odd probably percent male. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, it's irritating that like, I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> it's just the thought of that to me. There's no innocence anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's is. like, you're just presumed guilty Yeah. because you're a guy. Whereas if, if, if you had been, a, if I had been a woman taking the same photos, doing the same things I was doing, people would have been like, oh, look at that. You know, she's cute. But I wonder that, I wonder too, though, if, if in either situations, I wonder if, if whoever was there just presumed that the kids, one of the kids was yours. I mean, probably, you know, probably. Yeah. But I mean, let's just Specifically say. Specifically too. I mean, if it were female taking pictures, I would think that that, that would be the idea. I would I wonder which one of these kids is hers. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, it's still, I don't know. It's the way my brain works. And sometimes no. it, it runs away with thoughts before I have time to rein them in. But it just, <laughs> and that, you know, so you got kids and what part of that process makes you a man? You know, that, that really, I struggle with that because, excuse me, uh, like even now, my fiance currently, uh, <laughs> soon, soon for to, a couple more days, <laughs> soon to have a different label, uh, asked me, you know, do you feel like a dad yet? And I have to say like, well, sometimes but that's something else that I struggle with personally is like, I feel everything I do. I feel like a fake and I don't know how to shake that. Like, it's like this self doubt that I have that just creeps in the back of my head over everything. And, you know, even even like at work is the best example because I have documentation, right? So two times I have been awarded from the company as the best F field service tech in the Southeast region of the United States. That's awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, it routinely I get asked to train new hires. Like I will, they will pay for me to travel vast distances to train new people. I have trained people to do my boss's job. See, that's, that's I awesome. Have, but then when people ask me like, so you're one of the best techs in the company, right? And I'm just like, eh, probably not. I just, it like, it's always there. And so she asked me, is like, do you feel like a dad? And I'm like, ah. I feel like I try to be, Okay, so here's my thought on... But on, I don't know that I ever... I don't know that I could ever answer that question with yes. Well, see, that's the thing. I'm a dad, right? I, I mean, I've got a kid. She's mine. Yes. Right? right? Yeah. I still don't feel like a dad most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Well, okay. But what so does a dad feel like? You I know? don't know. But Because, I mean, I don't feel like... I don't feel like I have changed so much just simply because she's now here. Does that make sense? Like, our lives have completely changed. I know that I am responsible for this little human being that runs around in my house like something crazy that you guys <laughs> probably can hear stomping through. Um, honestly, though, I mean, I don't feel like I necessarily have changed so much as a person. I just gained a title. 
because I'm still mean. I'm still we we still do kind of the things that we've always done. We just now have a kid that we do those things with too. And I mean, some things are limited, you know, I mean, we don't necessarily like, you know, take off and, and go for a weekend out, you know, whatever, you know, right. um, but still, I mean, I don't know, I guess I don't necessarily, I mean, I feel like a dad sometimes and sometimes I don't, I don't know. That's like when she calls me dad, I feel like a dad, <laughs> <laughs> but when Ashley, you know, she says, Hey honey, I feel like, you know, just, Hey, it's just me. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know that anyone ever just like would 100% feel like this is what I am. And I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe there are some of those people that do, but that's that was their life goal. Oh, we are that my, my purpose in life is to have children and that's what I'm going to do. And I will be a father. Da, 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 da. But I'm, I don't know. I don't think that that's something that I could necessarily say that I always feel like a dad. But anyway. All right. But does it make you manly? To to be a dad? Yeah. No. I don't think so. I'm not a manly man anyway. <laughs> not by a long stretch. <laughs> so would it make I you... mean, I meet some of the criteria. Don't get me wrong. If there is criteria, I have actually pulled up some stuff on, on the web. Okay. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Yeah, but I mean, there there is criteria, though. So okay. I do meet a few of those, but I still don't feel like I'm manly. <laughs> Right on. Would it make would it make you manly to have been a good father? Um, no, not, think, not just a father, but a good father. No, I don't think that that makes me manly. I think that would just make me a good dad. I don't okay. think that necessarily means. I don't think that. I don't think manliness and good dad are synonymous. Okay. Does being a father have any bearing on being manly? I don't think so. So you think that's two separate, totally, things. totally different things. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think they're totally separate. I think some of the manliest men that's ever been out there may not have kids, may not be a dad. They're still very, very manly. Good point. But, and then some, but, the, and then some <laughs> you know, some dads that are out there are not necessarily manly at all. And okay. there's, they've got, you know, kids running around everywhere. <laughs> Good point. So let me let me flip that scenario. Say they were a, a manly man, okay, but a deadbeat dad. Would Dead that make ma- them less of a man, less manly? I don't think so. No, I still no. think they they're manly. I mean, they still do manly things. Okay. I, those are just things though that they do. And yeah, I don't think that necessarily they're still just to be a deadbeat dad though. Okay. Again, I just don't think those things are synonymous. Huh. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what about being manly and maybe not being a father, but being a leader? Would would, would being a leadership, does that play a role in manliness? I think it can, yes. I think leadership is a manly quality. Not a trait, a quality. Okay. So I think that if a person is a leader and they are, okay, no. If a person is a, if a manly person is a leader, those things complement one another. Because 
So a someone who is a good leader, one is going to listen to their people, right? Um, they're going to adjust to whatever needs to be done. They're going to have some form of um, ability to talk to people and um, interact with people on a in a positive way, I should say. They're going to be able to problem solve. They're going to um, be that person that someone can come to if they have an issue. So there's a lot of things that they do that you know lead, that goes into leadership. And I think someone who is manly might see those qualities and and use those things. But again, I don't I don't necessarily think that they're synonymous. I think that they can work hand in hand, but not necessarily one determines the other. All right. So, but uh, so a manly man can be a good leader, mm-hmm. but, oh, but leadership are, is not a requirement for being manly. Right. Gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because there, I mean, there are phenomenal leaders out there that are not necessarily manly, right? That are, I mean, that are of other genders. Oh yeah, totally. I'm not. No, no, yeah, I'm not saying leadership has to be a manly thing. No, but no, I'm no. just like right. my curiosity was like, can you be manly and not be a good leader? Oh yeah, I think you can do that as well. Okay, because again, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think that I think that they, I think that those that the that leadership is it would be a good quality for someone who is manly to have. All right. Yeah. All right. And then this was my last thought on the whole topic. On the whole topic. On the whole topic. So we've gone through everything else. Physicality, okay. strength. Like can you be a manly man if you can't bench press the bar? So you're talking like muscularity, like yeah, like physical physicality, strength, and you know, rah, yeah, muscles. I think that's one of those things that starts to get into the stereotype of what is manliness, because we've not really touched on the stereotype of what manliness is yet. All right. So I think. That when we think of someone who is manly, and I, I don't know why, but the, for, through this entire conversation, the person that keeps popping in my mind is Thor. <laughs> That's like the image that keeps like, popping up in my mind. Like, like Hemsworth? Like, or like, like, no, like the, the, the god of thunder Thor, okay. right? Like okay. the Norse pagan Mythology. god Thor. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So very muscly, very much a leader, very... Um, brash i would say doesn't show emotion just very all problems are fixed by a hammer i mean if every if every problem out if the only thing that you have is a hammer every problem is a nail there you go right (laughs) so um that's kind of the guy that in my head i think of as when i think you know he's a manly man i mean the vikings you know stuff like that but anyway um i think that the muscly thing that is part of the stereotype of what is manliness. Oh, for sure. It's part of the stereotype, but does that make you manly to be muscly? No, to be strong. And then the, see, and then that talks like a whole other thing. You've got like gym muscles, right? You yeah. know, like the but, bodybuilder muscles. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But like, but right. then there's the workers muscle, right? There's like 
old farmer strong. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys were dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's these guys and today I stopped at a restaurant to pick up uh, food and on one of the TVs, they had like funny videos and it showed this dude with gym muscles for days, like big old huge gym muscles. It's like they're full of air. Yeah. He couldn't open a bottle of water. Yeah. He was like, ur, ur, hey, ur, and he I'm just not, couldn't open a bottle of water. I, I have a family member that is a bodybuilder, like was a bodybuilder for years, like competed professionally bodybuilder, uh-huh, okay. right? And um, I can remember there was um, one point where he was like, go, he's like, he, he got himself in a specific position. And he's like, push on my arms. And I folded him up like a pretzel. And he was, I was like, no, nah, dude, really like p- push back. And he was like, that's everything I have. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, that's it. And I mean, I kid you not, I'm a little guy. I was able to just like, I mean, it was, it was, it was embarrassing how easily <laughs> I folded him up. And then he was like, now try it this other way. And he like, just all he did was rotate his arms and went in a different direction. He picked me up off the ground and I was like, okay, now that's what I expected. Right. <laughs> and he's like, but it's, it's all in how you tone and what you tone. And it's, it's, you know, the specific muscle groups that you work. It's, it's how you build up to create the show effectively. So yeah, it was, it's, it's, I don't think that like you're talking about the, the gym muscles, right? those, those sometimes are just for show. Well, but that's that's kind of the question I'm getting towards is, you know, talk about strength. Right. Well, when you talk about strength, are you just talking about big muscles? Like, is it manly to be big muscly and you can't open a pop bottle? Or, I don't think so. Or is it manly to, you know, be what they call old farmer strong, where you look at the guy and he don't look like nothing. It's endurance. But it's the dude. That's... Yeah. But the dude can like reach down and pick up a 12 pound boulder with one hand and pick it up and carry it across a field. Right. You know, like, is that so which when you're talking about like strength, is it the big showy obvious strength or is it the true, like, you know, the actual ability to put your, put your body to good use. My personal, my personal thought is the body to good use thing. I mean, you can have a, a dude that is muscles from, you know, top of his head to the bottom of his feet. And right again, that's just, show but for someone to be manly and do things be able to do you know physical things i think that's that's the better quality i would think you know to to not necessarily define manliness but at least to you know portray manliness all right i guess yeah (laughs) i mean i would this is one of those things that i'm like I'm second guessing everything I say, every, well, everything that comes out of my mouth. I'm like, I don't think that's right, but is it? <laughs> well, yeah, because it's, it's, you know, I think it's true. Cause I mentioned this to somebody else and I, it may have even been you. I can't, honestly, I don't remember, but I did mention it to somebody else. And, uh, I, I did mention it to somebody else and they, um, said, oh, well, you could do the same thing about women. And I'm like, I yeah, don't that feel. That was you and I. Yeah. Okay. Was... Okay. And I was like, well, I don't feel qualified to talk about women because. And what is feminine. Yeah. And what's feminine because I can speak from personal experience as to what is 
manly. <laughs> but or, can we? That's the thing. I mean, I, don't I can't feel like I can't I'm say, manly. So. I can't say that I am manly, <laughs> but being a man, I know. You know, I know some of the stuff in the past that I have been judged for, for not being, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, like some, you know, playing baseball as a kid, I like got beamed with the ball and I was like crying because I was seven and yeah, right. Oh, suck it up. Walk, it, walk off. it off, dude. Walk, it, walk off. it off. You'll be all right. And it's like, you know, if. A little girl got popped in the face. Are you going to tell her to walk it off? And no, you're going to make sure that she's okay. <laughs> you know, so I, like it's just you know you learn. So anyway, I feel I felt qualified to go and talk about this. And no, I don't know the answers either. And I don't know what the right answer is. I, I mean, I feel like you know you brought up stereotype, and I feel like if to be stereotypically manly, you have to have visible physical strength. You have to have hard emotion. You can't, you, you can show, you can show, not even calculated. I think if you're stereotypical manualist, you are not allowed to be sad, afraid, or show like affection. loving affection. Yeah. Like tender affection. Right. Uh, Unless it's a duck, little baby duck, then you can show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and you know, I think I think you have to. You know, you can't. It, it like you have to be like cold and hard, and I think that's the stereotypical manly, right? So I don't know. Like when people ask me all this stuff, it's just like I don't know. I don't know where I fall on the range because I don't know. What, you know, do we have to be swift as the coursing river with all the force of a great typhoon <laughs> with all the strength of a raging fire as mysterious as the dark side of the moon? Is that what it takes to be manly? I don't know. Okay. So you, you want to know what the, what, what the, the interwebs says about yeah, yeah, manliness? Yeah. Cause I did no research. This okay. is all just my... This is me dumping out the jumbled mess of my brain. Right. And I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you because it's, it's, it's hard to pinpoint. This one is. Um, but I did just a little bit of research, not a whole lot, but just a okay. little bit. Um, there's a couple of different websites besides Merriam-Webster, of course. Um, just a few. Yep. The one of them is, um, it's called, um, See, let's see. It is called theartofmanliness.com. Yep. They do a podcast. Yep. Mm -hmm. So here is their the things that they, sh they think of as manliness. It says, so my definition of manliness, like Aristotle's and the Romans, is simple. Strive for excellence and virtue in all areas of your life, fulfilling your potential as a man, and being the absolute best brother, friend, husband, father, and citizen you can be. This mission is fulfilled by the cultivation of many virtues like courage, loyalty, industry, resilience, resolution, personal responsibility, self-reliance, integrity, and sacrifice. That's a pretty good definition of, I think, what manliness kind of should look like. Okay, so here's the thing that gets me okay. about the definition. Go back to the very first after Aristotle and Plato, like when he actually starts defining okay. what, what did that? Striving for excellence and virtue in all areas of your life, 
fulfilling your potential as a man and being the absolute best brother. Okay, friend. Right there. Hold on. So to be a man, I don't you, think he's saying that you got to be somebody's brother. I think it's a no, brother. No, 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 it's a no, brotherhood. No, no, no. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm stopping you before you get to any of that. Okay. To be a see, that's another thing, right? To be a man, you have to be the best. So if I'm a man, you can't be a man because if you're the best, then I'm not the best. <laughs> so I think so, like, maybe it's, they, it's just like maybe the they should maybe they should read reword theirs and saying fulfilling your potential as a man and being the absolute being your absolute best. I think that would be better. Your yeah. absolute best, not yeah. the absolute best, but your absolute best at, you know, being a brother, a friend, a husband, father, da, 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 da. I think that's, that's good. Yeah. So that would, that would allow manliness to be spread among. Right. Cause the way they, the way it's worded there makes it sound like there's an have, alpha. Yeah. You can, <laughs> there's only one manly man and everybody else is second. Speaking of the Alpha, the other website that I had pulled up was called the Alpha Guide, your Alpha Guide. Okay. Um, and they have 15 things that they consider to be manly. So these uh-huh. are just just things that they think, okay, this is manly and this is why they're manly. And they kind of give a little synopsis of each one of those things. And the first thing is something that we've touched base on. That is muscularity, so, you know, being physically fit, being, you know, uh, um, uh, t- being strong and having a good physique and, you know, that I don't want to say the bronzed sculpture of a man, but that's kind of what they're 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 pointing at on this. OK. OK. You want to hear what the second thing is? It's just kind of funny. I thought. Sure. Play the guitar and sing. They see that as being something that's very manly. Well. So musicality in Greek and Roman times was always considered a manly trait. Yeah. So. Playing the guitar and singing is the second thing. The third thing, riding a motorcycle. Or horse. Yep. Yeah. So that's another thing that they say is um, is is a manly trait. Here's one that I don't necessarily agree with, and that's because I, I don't do this, but smoking being a manly trait. It kind of is. I mean, you think back of like in, in like, um, I don't know, Humphrey Bogart. And all these, like the the yeah. old, everyone had the the cigarette. True, true. Well, and bef- like even before the Marlboro Man, he was a manly man. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, and even before that, like uh, that was always a male. Like it was, if you were a woman, it was kind of frowned on for you to use tobacco and smoke. Right. And, yeah. It was so, a manly yeah, that thing. was always like a manly thing. Yep. I mean, yeah. cigar bar, mas- cigar bars were the yeah, a masculine yeah. thing. I think would yep. be better. Yeah. So the fifth thing is having a beard, the big full, you know, beard. <sighs> well, I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not a beard guy. Um, another, uh, the sixth thing, guns. That's a masculine kind of thing, you know, to have the big gun and go out and shoot oh. and blah, 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 you know. Okay. So um, we've touched on this one. Number seven is emotional control. So that is that. You know, not not being the drama queen and making sure that you got your mo- emotions in check. Okay, so they're they're for the control as well. Yep. Okay. Um, number eight, dealing with pests, spiders and bugs and such. Oh, that okay. Yeah, yeah. making sure right. that whenever she goes, ee, you go, ah, I've got this, and swat it, and it's dead. 
Okay. Fend off the dangerous animals. All right. Number nine, technical sense. This would be knowing how to program the VCR, knowing how to hook up the stereo, knowing how to set up the television, knowing how to, knowing how to. This technical Record, sense. edit, and publish a podcast. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So these are the, that they, they say that is a manly trait. Um, number 10, expression of anger. This one, if people had to associate one single feeling to men in general, it would be first and foremost anger. Aggression is perceived by men as dominance and masculinity. Why? It says in this blog, they support full control of your negative feelings. Unusual or usually when you let your anger, anger control you, you've already lost. So expressions of anger are a manly thing. <clears throat> Being but contr- t- okay, oh, sorry. Right. So, right. But controlled expression of anger. Control. Because it said right there. Yeah. If Don't let it get out of control. Right. Because then okay. you've lost. Okay. But express your anger. Right. Okay. Number 11, being tall is considered a manly trait. Now, that's just not even fair. That's genetic. <laughs> it's genetic. How can you help it if you're short? <laughs> like, that's another thing. Like, they, like that's something else that re- that's that's one that truly aggravates me. Right. You see these people all the time. And. You see women, like, especially complain that, oh, he can't judge me by my weight. He blah, 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 blah. But I don't want a short man. You can lose weight. (laughs) That poor guy cannot get any taller. True enough. Like that, that truly annoys me. You have no, you have zero control over your height. Yep. This is true. But that's one of the things that they, that they perceive as being manly. Says women are simply obsessed with tall men. So obsessed with, uh, that, uh, most women won't date a, a man that's shorter than, than them or possibly even the same height. So they're talking about being tall as being a manly trait. That aggravates me. All right. Number 12, dark clothes. People that wear like the dark clothes and the flannels and the stuff like that. That's that's considered. Um, and they specifically broke these things down. Girls equal pink. Boys equal. I'm going to guess blue. Perfect. But that's um, not that's not no, even no, necessarily no. the case. This is this is true. Women, bright colors. Men, more dark colors. And I, I know I'm one of those people that I, that I love to wear like the bright color stuff. No, no, no. I'm saying like historically, it's only within the last like 40 years. Pink used to be the color of boys. Right. Right. Like back in the day, if you, if it you was, look at like schoolyards and stuff like that. Yeah. That was yeah, the boys. Pink, that were, pink was the boys color, not the girls color. Right. I mean, you're right. And if you look in nature at all, it's the males that typically have the color. On anything, yeah. birds and, you know, and uh, other animals because they need to attract the female. So, but then, I mean, here, I'm like I said, I'm just reading off I know, the website. I know, I know, Sorry. Okay. It's okay. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. Uh, number 13, gambling. They see that as a manly thing. Um, playing like high risk games, like um, the, 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 what is it, the high stakes poker and stuff like that. They see that as a manly trait. Number 14, interests in sports. And I know we live in Big Blue Nation, so it doesn't, I mean, that just crosses all lines of everything. 
But right. a lot of places, it's just the guys that sit down with the, the bowl of nachos and hot wings and they watch the game. And the women, a lot of times, will be bringing stuff into them, kind of catering to them. But So they say that interest in sports is, is a manly thing. And then number 15, and we have seen this ourselves. The last episode of season one proved it. A deep voice. Good old Obi sounding like a bear. True. That's a manly quality, having that deep kind of thundery voice. Um, and I did, I do have to agree with that one. That is definitely kind of a masculine trait. So that one can go a little too far. Though. I got to say, <laughs> ha- have you seen, uh, what's the movie with the werewolves and the vampires? Twilight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. showed my masculinity, didn't I? <laughs> okay. Technically, yes. Not the one I was talking about. The one with Kate Beckinsdale. Uh, Underworld. Underworld. Thank you. So one of the werewolves who in the film is portrayed by a very large black man. Right. That's actually the director of the film. Oh, cool. And in the movie. Very, very rumbly. huh? Very deep. His voice is so deep that I cannot understand what he's saying in the film. It's just a rumble. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's the worst decision I've ever seen an audio (laughs) engineer make. Why did they EQ his voice? I mean, I understand that. No, that's really his voice. That's what that dude sounds like when he speaks. Like I saw him doing interviews later. You also have seen these people or you've heard these people, I should say, that have that really, really baritone, rich voice that, you know, that one is silky and smooth. Obi has an excellent uh, voice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what they're talking about, too. Yeah. Mike Rowe. Yes. There's another one that's got a good, deep baritone. Exactly. And uh, those those voices, that voice is that masculine voice. Yeah, yeah. Because you're know, right. But, it can go the other way really quick if you go too far. I mean, it becomes, oh, it, becomes it becomes Batman uh, and the Christian Bale's Batman with yeah, just a grumble. <laughs> well, that's Ugh. just, that to me, that's just rasp. But I mean, that other guy's voice is just so deep that like I, I literally can't understand him. Yeah. I'm just like. What is that guy saying? <laughs> so I, I'm like, can, if I was in real life, I would be staring at his chest, waiting for the subtitles to pop up. So I, <laughs> I got no clue. That's pretty dude. good. <laughs> uh, so okay, so yeah, that's a lot of things that, according to the art of manliness, to yeah. be manly. No, only, that wasn't only, the art of manliness. That's the uh, your oh, alpha, yeah, alpha male. Yeah, your alpha. Your alpha. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and I can agree with most of those, except for the height thing. That that truly bugs me because <laughs> most of that, most of the height, I mean, you can't do anything really about your voice. I can, well, I mean, I can modulate the tone of my voice and right. bring it down a little bit. Uh, it's not comfortable. So right. like Johnny Cash would be very manly. But Johnny Cash has got one of those voices. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, I don't like the height thing. You just, you can't do anything about that. You can't help it if you're not tall. So let me see what else it says here too. We're think uh, when it's talking about the tall thing, women are simply obsessed. Da, da, da. We're too or here too. We're talking about a feature that indicates physical strength. Tall men tend to be stronger than short men. Thanks to bigger muscles on average. In addition, height creates the illusion that the man is thinner than he really is. When um, obesity is a real epidemic and isn't perceived as attractive, it's another small advantage. So 
these guys kind of are stretched out and taller and they, they, I guess everything is bigger about them. So uh, I, I can see that because I know when I tell people how much I weigh, they don't believe me. Yeah. Typically speaking, they're like, Oh, you don't weigh that much. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. I'm fat. <laughs> they're like, no, you're not. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, it's the exact opposite for me. I tell people how much of the one they're like, really? It's just that much? Oh, oh come, come on. on. You weigh more than that. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, I jumped on the scale this morning. It was, it was, uh, it was right at 230. Uh, mine said, get yeah. off the scale. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I'm, I'm somewhere right around that as well. But you you've know, also it, got like three or three inches on me or what? Five eleven? I'm five eleven. Yeah. So you got, I'm five nine. So you got a couple inches on me. So yeah. And so, but yeah, so people don't, so I see what you're saying about that is like, it does, it does help spread the weight out, but I would still like to lose some, some pounds. And I, and I finally got into a place where I can start doing that again. I, I, uh, what day was it? Saturday, this past Saturday, I actually installed the trailer hitch on the car so I can start. Transporting my bicycle again, so I yes. can start riding again. Because holy, I've smokes. seen some of those guys out there. They're they're biking again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, they have They never stopped. Yeah, but I mean, they're gotten warm enough to where I'm seeing like groups of them again, rather than just like one or two here and there. So, the club as an organization last year postponed all group rides due to COVID. Oh, nice. Uh, because CDC. Recommended no gatherings, especially if you were exercising because it increased respiration, uh, which increases your chance to spread the disease. Mm-hmm. So as the group, they decided no group rides. That's that's really good. And so as the CDC is lifting, you know, CDC, CDC guidelines currently state that if you've been vaccinated, you can... Be in public, in small groups, outdoors. Right. With no masks. Socially distanced. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but still, no masks. Right. Groups are okay as long as you're outdoors. So the club has decided as long as you're vaccinated. You're good to go. Go go do a club ride. Cool. And so they're starting the group rides back up again. So, yeah. That's awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And yeah, it's fine. Oh, God, that was loud. And it's uh, finally warm enough that you can actually ride. Yeah, that's, I think that was what I was thinking anyway, was, you know, when I'm out and about, I'm, I'm actually, and I'm on some of the those roads now that, right. that they ride, and, like 635. Yeah. I've seen, you know, groups on that road. Yeah. So. And last year, like I said, last year, it just, they canceled all. The official group rides were all canceled. Now, yeah. if an individual called their buddy and or girlfriend right. or whatever, and they wanted to go ride together, but that was between them. But it yeah. wasn't the group, right? And so, you know, on on big rides, we used to get 40, 45 people. Yeah, all together. I'm seeing more like you know six to ten, as it stands now. Right. Well, we're they, and they are trying to keep it to smaller groups. Yeah. So. That's awesome. I'm glad that they're getting I'm, back to it. And I want to get back to it. It's the only, my my knees are so bad that it's the only form of exercise that I can maintain. Yeah. That's good. So uh, I'm so excited to get back out and go again. Yeah. I'm hoping to be doing some more exercise once this pool gets in. 
swimming oh, some yeah. laps and nice. things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you think, man? Have we defined manliness? Absolutely not. <laughs> Have we tried? We've we've <laughs> talked about all the things that might be manly. Sure. <laughs> At I least think, a few I think things. I agree. Okay, okay. Let's try to line it out. I think not allowing your emotions to control you. Yes. Being a good friend, being a good person. Striving to be the best person you can be. Right. I think would be a good way to phrase all that stuff that Art of Manliness said. Yes. <laughs> Just always striving for excellence. Yes. And, I, I and, and, and not necessarily to be the best, but to be your best. Your best, right. Yes. And I would go and say possibly even, I think to me, one of the big things that I never heard mentioned in any of those and something that I feel kind of strongly about is something that you said was humility. Yes. I think it's important as a man, as a manly man to be able to admit fault, take responsibility and admit when somebody else is better than you and respect that. Right. Right. Exactly. When an expert comes on and tells you that something is a fact, don't go, oh, no, it ain't. You go, okay, well, the, you've studied that for 20 years. That's your entire career, profession, vocation, job, hobby, and everything you are. And I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, and you have all the data to back it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I yeah. think that's another thing, you know, and here we are sitting on our podcast. I'm going to get on a soapbox again. <laughs> we should have just stopped, but I'm going <laughs> to... Yeah, I think that's one of the bad things about the internet and technology is it allows everybody to have a megaphone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, here we are on our podcast with our little megaphones screaming at the top of our lungs about whatever, all the silly stuff we talk whatever about. Whatever we want to. I mean, really, we can talk about anything on here that we want to talk right. about. And But the problem is people get a hold of that and it can go crazy online and get blown out of proportion and be like, oh, look, these two guys, they've got a show. They must be experts. They're talking about it. And then they get cited as a fact credited to me. And all of a sudden, I'm the leading expert on manliness. And I'm like, whoa, what happened? <laughs> but you are, are you not? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I mean so you're right. It's, I think that's one of the problems, though, is like when people can't admit somebody else knows better and maybe you should listen to that person Yeah. or, you know, just, uh, like you say, I think that's being manly. Humility is like being able to recognize somebody else's authority and respect it. Yeah. I think is, is yeah. a key part of being, I agree. I'm, I'm a mature man, a yes. manly man, not the egotistical Hulk smash Thor hammer kind yeah. of a guy, but, because th- to me, I think a manly man is about maturity as much as, and maybe that comes from, like I said, my youth being dominated by a 70 year old man as my role model who didn't have the physicality. So to me, a manly man has wisdom, intelligence. I was, I was just going to say th- someone that is wise. Right. And that comes with years. And exactly. experience. Yep. And 
I think when you finally get to that point, or when when someone finally gets to that point of truly being manly, they no longer will strive to be manly. Because, I mean, being that humble person is is now a part of them. I think yeah. it just becomes natural for yeah, them. Yeah, you don't have to try anymore. Yeah. And I think, you know, maybe that's part of it. I think, you know, that I, I know... Some Eastern philosophies teach surrender, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, just to 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 just be. Yeah, don't try to be something; just be. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think with age, it gets to the point. And I know for for a fact for myself, the 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 older I get, the more I realize that what other people think doesn't really matter. No. <clears throat> I mean, it does, but like, I'm just talking about like what Jim Bob's opinion of me is like, oh God, it used to tear me up that somebody thought I was a moron, <laughs> you know, or somebody thought I was hateful or somebody like, I couldn't stand it. I'm a good person. Why do, Why can't you see that I'm a good person? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, why do you think I'm hateful? Why do you think I'm mean? It used to eat me alive. And I think the older I get, the more I realize that y- you can't, you have no control over that. All you can control is yourself. Right. And is it really, am I really going to let it destroy my day that that dude over there thinks I'm a jerk? No. And you shouldn't because, I mean, I can control my thoughts. I can't control yours. Exactly. You know, like, yeah, for my job, I drive a lot. Been doing it for 13 years. When I first started, somebody lay on the horn and flip me the finger. And, you know, I was like, Oh my God, what is that guy's problem? Like, it's, uh, what did I do? Did I, did I, did I, I cut I them off? Did I, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Now somebody does it. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and just go on. And, you know, it used to tear me up all day. Yeah. Like, why did they do that? What was wrong? What did I, and now I'm just like, I'm not aware that I did anything blatantly wrong. They just must've been having a bad day yep. and that's their problem. And I think that's part of it is just learning to just, to just be. To just be. Yeah. You don't have to assert dominance. No. It's, no. uh, yeah. Yeah. But it, again, I think maybe that comes back to my early child role model. But you had a good role model, it sounds like. <laughs> he, I, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it does. If we're talking about being manly, it sounds like you had a good source. And I will say all around, he's probably... I'm not even going to say probably all around. He is one of the best men I've ever known. Right. And yeah, he was my great grandfather. I'm related to him, but there's plenty of people that I'm related to that I don't think are that good of men. Right. And so I'm not just saying that because of the relation, but I mean, you know, everybody, everybody that lived on his street called him granddaddy. Yeah. Nobody knew his name. <laughs> he was just granddaddy. And because if, that's and, what he was to everyone. Yeah. If you came to granddaddy's house, you sat there and, and talked to granddaddy. Yep. And he would treat you with compassion and respect and he would feed you. Yep. And, you know, that's just the way he was. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of what I hope I can be one day. <clears throat> And I, and I specifically say that to my earlier life because, you know, my mom married a guy 20 years ago now. Right. 
Terry, and he has been a great person in my life, right. a tremendous. And, uh, you know, I, it got me emotional. So a while back I had a lot of problems, just disaster after disaster, right? Just everything seemed to be going wrong. And the last thing that happened was the washing machine blew up in my basement. Oh my gosh. I mean, not literally exploded, but like water went everywhere and it just quit going. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I got to get a new washer. Yeah. I don't have a truck. I don't have a trailer. I can't haul it. I don't, you know, what am I going to do? How am I going to get it here? They want $50 to deliver it. I can't even afford a new washing machine and let alone paying 50 bucks for delivery. Right. And then they want a disposal fee for the old one. And holy smokes, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? So I call him up and I'm like, pops. I hate to ask you this, but can you please bring your truck over? Cause it's, you know, 40 miles each way. Right. Can you please come and help me? Like I just, I can barely afford to buy the new washing machine. I can't afford the delivery. I can't afford the disposal fee. Can, you yeah. know, I hate to ask, but what time you owe me there, brother? That's, that's his response. And you know what I would, if you would have said anything else, I'd have been like, nah, you're lying. Cause that's exactly the response that I would expect from Terry. Yeah. When you need me there, man, I'll be right there. And that's, I mean, that's just the guy he is. And I told him when he got to my house, cause this was after I had started uh, seeing my fiance. Right. And I told him when he got to the house that uh, I can only hope that someday These two girls think of me the way I think of you. That's awesome. Because he truly has been a, a father to yep. me. And that is, that's, that's awesome. Because that's something that's hard for a person to do. Right. And not just hard for a person to do, but hard for a man to become to someone else's children. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm not trying to <laughs> I had other stepdads. Yeah. Right. Most of them were terrible father figures. Right. I'm not going to say they all were some of them I don't remember. Uh, one of them I specifically only know his name. I don't. Ha I have no memories of him because I was so little at the time. Yeah. Uh, I do know from stories I've been told that he was a terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's a good thing I don't remember him. I guess. But. So yeah, I mean, it, it, precisely what you're saying. It's a hard thing for somebody to do, especially yeah. as jaded as I was. I mean, you had a lot of baggage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, I guess. There was a but, lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'm just, you know, it's stuff like that that just makes me wonder, am I doing everything I could do? And does that make it, does me worrying that I'm not being the best I could be is that enough to make me what I want to be? 
No. I will tell you no. Okay. But identifying that and having the goal, the drive, and the will to keep moving toward that will eventually put you there. Okay. So can you ever get there? Or is it one of those things where it's a constant journey? I'll tell you what. You know what I mean? Call Terry and ask him. <laughs> Fair enough. Because <laughs> evidently he's made it. Well, I just so think, you know. I'm just saying. From, you just got it. I mean, that's one of those things. But and, from, and my, for, from his perspective, will he feel like he's there? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what I'm what, saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's exactly. And that's what that's why I say call Terry and ask him because you or I cannot answer that question. Right. But I mean, okay. But yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, so do you think you're there? No. I don't think I'm there. Do I think I'll ever be there? No. And I think. I think the fact that I'm on that journey and moving in that direction, if I'm constantly continuing to move in that direction, though, I, I feel like I'll never achieve. So, but that doesn't necessarily mean I will not try. So, could we borrow a Japanese word here? Could we say that the attempt to be a man is a process of kaizen? Maybe. Because Kaizen Kaizen means continual improvement. I think so. So would that be it's I a so. it's a process where you you can't it's one of those things where you always have to try more. I think so. I think that would be a good way of Yes, I think so. All right. I can live with that. All right. So, so it's, manliness it's, is not what you are. It's what you will be. <laughs> it's what you strive to be. It's and what you strive to be. And maybe even you can never be manly, but other people can say you're manly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can live with that. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. <laughs> we have defined manliness. You out there will never be manly. <laughs> But that doesn't mean Unless, we, we that doesn't mean that we don't think you're manly. Exactly. Unless somebody else thinks you're manly, but you're not allowed to think it yourself because you need to constantly be striving to be better. <laughs> I like it. Wow. So philosophical debate is pretty awesome. I can't wait to start diving into this little book. If we were able to do that with just something like manliness, good lord, when we actually start with what the philosophers <laughs> Yeah, and we've got uh, you know one of our friends uh, Jake from brother a brother's, a brother's quarrel, quarrel yep. podcast. And look, guys, you can enunciate that so people don't try to find brother squirrel. I, I you know what? That's, I, I say it every time. A brother's squirrel. Because that's the way they say. Quarrel. That's what they say when they say it. They're like, you can email us, brother's quarrel. Brother like, squirrel. You're gonna email brother squirrel? No, it's a brother's quarrel. As in a argument, fight, quarrel. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Jake. Anyway, Jake. He's a he. He enjoys philosophy. He's a. I think 
enjoy studying the humanities in general. Yeah. I even and think so, that he was saying that he was going to try to get Bob in on this, maybe. I don't know if Bob would enjoy it as much. Uh, Jake, I think, would actually enjoy the. Bob's not so much. I don't know. The, I, here's the thing, though. I'm, I'm sure that once Jake, if he, Jake joins us once, you know Bob's going to have to jump in. Well, yeah. The problem is the technology of it. So I got to figure out how to get the recording going on that. But anyway, <laughs> we may have the uh, capabilities, may have the capabilities to get some more ho- people to join us remotely. We'll have to figure that out. But anyway, yes, we're going to start. And the more voices you get, the longer the shows get. So yeah, that's always fun. Start breaking them up in three and four parts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we're going to start doing those, too, when we need some some uh, a, a break from the long study and hard thought. And uh, in the meantime, if you have any interests, feel free to drop us an email. You can email us at twominespodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Um, you can find us on Podbean, Bean, B-E-A-N, uh, twominespodbean.com. Right. You yep. can find us on Spotify. You can look for either uh, Jason Claywell, Jeremy Ham, either one of those. Make sure you put quotations around those names, though. Um, or you can put Two Minds Podcast, put quotations around that as well. Right. And make sure you're searching in the podcast section of Spotify. That's you right. have to click on podcast first and then search for us because it won't find us otherwise. That's right. Tweet us, Two Minds Podcast. Yep. I don't yep. think we've ever received a tweet. Uh not as of like six months ago, the last time I checked the Twitter account. Yeah, I, don't, I don't tweet. So, I don't so. understand Twitter at all. No, I, so I don't really either. It's, I it, don't really know how it works. No. Uh, I think I was too old when it came out and it just went over my head. <laughs> uh, also, we still have a Facebook group page. Uh, you can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash two minds podcast. And, uh, Feel free to drop anything in there. We will gladly have a, de- a friendly debate. Uh, <laughs> Throw us your ideas on what manliness yeah. is. Tell I'll, us what you think manliness is. Tell us if t- we missed something, because I'm sure I feel like there's some kind of like like glowing thing that's in front of me that I've completely overlooked with this whole manliness thing. And I'm sure that one of you out there has, has spotted this and can drop it in one of our comment sections and uh, and let us know about what we've missed. Yeah. Or if, you, if there's something in particular you really want to hear our opinions on, let us know. And Ide- we may turn it into a podcast. I was going to say, yeah, ideas for podcasts. We're always interested. So Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. Well, dude, we've got a couple of days until we're like hitching you up. So. Yeah. Anyway, 